This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right, enjoy the episode. Okay, before we get into Morbius, um, I actually just finished this Roman book um, mm-hmm. that I've been that I've been trying to read, and uh, I was thinking about this as it ended. It's always like it. It's like we we really do live out the same uh, kind of repetitive patterns as human beings. Like it was said in like the Sapiens book, right? But when I when I was reading like about the Romans, it's pretty obvious that like I guess we're influenced by it. You, you know, it's like chicken and egg. It's like, mm-hmm. did you develop this society we have now because of what you've done in the past? Or are we just mirroring like like you know what I'm saying? Like is is it, are we doing things innately because it's in our it's in our DNA? Or do you think that we're doing things the way we're doing them because um, we've just done done them like that for so long. No, I think it's innately. You think it's innate? All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, that was that was my that was my question within it because it's like because all right. So basically, this is like the the book I read is like the rise and fall of Rome, and I've been saying like for a while that like Rome is basically the the West, right? Like our ideology in the West is is Roman, mm-hmm. and if you actually look into it, it's it's very accurate, but. But then the fall comes, right? So now I'm kind of waiting for the fall of Western civilization. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering, so with, with kingdoms before, right? You have, you have like all these multiple individual kingdoms, right? So you have like Rome, you have Persia, you have like, et cetera, et cetera, right? You have India, but they weren't interconnected. But now yeah. we've built an interconnect. Well, they were like, they were doing trade and stuff like that before, um, yeah, not to the level of extent that we do right. today. Right, right, right. So the, every system is so... Sorry if you guys hear Athena. Um, she's here with us in the room. <laughs> um, but do you, do you see what I'm saying? It's like it's like the, the way we're interconnected now is so, is so entrenched yeah. that it's almost like... Like, are we... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's impossible to fall now. Because if you fall, everything's going to fall. Yeah. Whereas before, it was like, okay, if Rome fell, it's like, all right, just Rome fell. Mm-hmm. But then Persia took over or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. But if, but if one system falls now, it's like, can, can that even happen? 
are we just so entrenched in our way of doing things like depends on how how well you're connected to certain countries right so like uh like right now with the Russia thing, they're trying that's to sanction sparked, it. That's what sparked my thought. So about it's like this. sanctioning a country, but that means all other countries have to be involved, right? Right, right. To totally, totally. allow that to happen. So, so you can cripple like one country that's not on top. But I'm saying, is there a potential for a shift in superpower if we're so entrenched? Maybe like between like USA and China, but like, yeah, can it? Can the world so drastically change if we're so? dependent on the system that we built it's almost like you have to really let go of the current system in order to build a whole new system yeah i don't think that's going to be possible it's not possible it's not right possible, no. unless like a natural disaster happens and then we have to start all over again well then that's that is a reset button right yeah totally and and that theoretically has happened throughout history right like uh, sure yeah that'll have to be outside of our control yeah, yeah right, right right so like it's almost like the Atlanteans that we spoke about were the USA of their time or like the Western of their sure. time. Like they were like the epitome mm -hmm. of whatever we look to. But, but I'm just wondering like with this whole, with the whole current situation, you know, like COVID and like whatever, whatever it's like, I don't think it can actually break. Obviously the system can break. But I think there's like well we go through many recessions right that's that's almost like a break that's a break yeah. but yeah that's you can't stay broken no right because you need the logistical global supply chain mm -hmm. in order to keep moving forward yeah right and this this also brings into so many different issues like the biggest one being like climate change it's mm -hmm. like if you rely so heavily on fossil emissions and for the system we have currently, it's like you're not gonna stop that train. No, right, right, right. Because I don't like, think you can go to net zero for fossil fuels. Just it's impossible. It's impossible yeah. to get to net zero, and unless you redo the entire system, just like we were saying with the rise and fall. Like not in a quick Rome. way. Like these things take will take years and years. Yeah, 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 years and years to get. I think it'll be more like a mix, like a. Yeah, like a mixed energy but, source. But even if it's a mixed energy source, it's like then we're still headed in the wrong direction. Like theoretically, if you believe in you know doom and gloom, yeah, but it's just you can't. If there's a, like a time limit, you have to go net zero by ten years. Not gonna happen. Right, right, and it's like let's just figure out what we're gonna do because yeah, we know this can't it's happen. Go, it's it's got to be gradual. That's the only way this is gonna because it's other countries rely on cheaper sources of energy so yeah totally yeah yeah you can't go to net zero it's not possible you, you can't go to net zero and and not just from an energetic source it's like the way the world works you cannot disrupt mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. right we're all we're all going off about the gas prices right now but that's such a small thing about you know, you know like that's such a small domino effect going but if you disrupt the whole thing it's like how will you get your food water yeah. shelter mm -hmm. like the basic necessities if you actually took away um the economic system right now the west would be done because our our winters are so cold mm -hmm. right and we go through the only ones that'll like stay that are self-sufficient are the ones along the equator you know like they're able to grow their own food okay yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. All, all that stuff like right. um like everything's in-house like hawaii sure would be good on their own okay you know I say along the equator because it's like relative it'll stay stably warm 
like winters are very difficult to deal with because how do you get your food yeah. unless we like hunt yeah i know, mean that's buffalo. it would probably with, with yeah like there. how else however else they did before it's the same thing right? but but there's so many people now yeah yeah that's, that's like why how, it's not how can supply equal demand? well it's going to be if if that happens going to be a lot of debts right only ones who could survive are the ones who probably know how to hunt yeah or like like, like, totally. like that, that kind of stuff right yes. uh, it, like a lot of the immigrants that come in here we don't know how to deal with the winter we do we don't right uh, yeah, yeah totally yeah, outside yeah. of what we currently have right right yeah yeah we rely so heavily on the system yeah like technology yeah you know I mean, not um, just immigrants i'd say even uh, modern a lot of modern people today right just like modernity city in city living yeah. yeah totally totally and uh i also heard this other thing uh on the joe rogan podcast i've never heard it put like this but i was like that's actually so genius so violence is the only way to keep order Okay, and it sounds mm-hmm. so negative, but it was it came up again in the Rome book. It's like either you're stronger than Rome or you obey Rome, right? And the reason why is because, like, if I take your thing, right? Like, let's say I take your uh, your cell phone. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to get it back is by either fighting me for it or like proxying out the violence to someone else. So proxying means um, you ask somebody to do it on your behalf. Yeah, you know, like lawyers barristers mm-hmm. um they they actually were like fighters you would you remember the uh the thing in game of thrones the who's gonna fight for me in yeah, combat yeah, yeah. that's what a lawyer was they would fight like they would physically fight mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. you would hire someone to like fight on your behalf and then it slowly became more and more about like legalities right but like in the beginning that's where the tradition of mm-hmm. having a lawyer came you proxied out your defense yeah exactly your, de- your your defense but now yeah. it's more like verbal stuff and you're fighting with laws mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's like you might have the law but there's something backing that law which is the army mm-hmm. right there's you're always you're always deferring violence but yeah, at yeah. the end of the day violence is how you keep order mm-hmm. and we become so soft that like if you don't practice violence you 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 can't like, I mean, like, not not if you can't practice violence because we have like modernity, but violence is what, at our core, we need to defend ourselves. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why it's more. It's now to countries having armies, right? Versus exactly, and, and then individuals, you're like, doing right? It. Totally, totally. And then, like, let's say, um, like a, another example, like if if you if I took your cell phone. You'd call the police on me. Mm-hmm. They're exacting violence on your behalf in mm-hmm. order to give make me give it back. Yeah, to yeah, you. yeah. Right. Yep. And if, if they're like, "Hey, give it back," and if I'm like, "No," then they're gonna like cuff me. Mm-hmm. And if I resist arrest, they're gonna start beating me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, right. It always returns back to violence, but we think of ourselves as such a civil society who's not looking at the darker side of. What mm, I see what you, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, crazy it when you, when you yeah. think about it like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I heard it on the podcast, I was like, that's genius. And then I read it in the book and I was like, yeah, they knew as well that you need mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. But we, we've separated ourselves so far from violence that we don't realize how important it is. A- another thing we separate ourselves from is like death. We don't look at death. Mm-hmm. And then in not looking at death, we don't appreciate life because we think this is going to go forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, we don't like. Yeah. We, we don't, um, it's funny, like, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, like, how, how are you so healthy, me, right? But I'm like, I'm so acutely aware of death 
and I don't want to die in a specific fashion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you don't, if you don't focus on death and you don't understand how you're going to get there, because we're all going to get there, yeah. you, you end up like taking it for granted or not caring. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're like, Oh, this lasts forever. But it's like, it really won't. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Violence and death. It's like the two things we just don't want to look at, but it's like, you need to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. We've proxied them out for the, for right? the violence aspect. It's such a genius, like, yeah. like a statement. It was so obvious, but I never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. E even like, like we do that with everything, right? Like pig has become pork. Yeah. Right. Cow has become beef. Mm -hmm. Right. We, we try and separate ourselves from the destruction as far as possible. Yeah. Right. Right. Like you go to the supermarket, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to buy like a steak. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, they literally killed a thing. Right. Right. Yeah. right? Yeah. They butchered it up. But mm -hmm. it's like, we mm -hmm. don't see it. And if you don't, and then people who are like hunters, you know, they're like, oh, that's so inhumane. But it's like, no, what's more inhumane is slaughtering, like slaughter farms. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see so, saying. Like, modernity yeah, yeah. is such a weakness, I feel. You know, but yeah. it, it comes with this, like, obviously it comes with, like, its benefits. Like, we can go to all you can eat. We can go to, like, watch movies and, mm -hmm. like, whatever. There's, yeah, there's positives and negatives to it all, right? Yeah. Which one way out? better right but i don't think it was like intentional to go that direction it's just uh, economically made sense right like like marketing you mean like no like, like yeah like like um uh, like getting the meat it just made it more efficient to get it from the grocery store totally, yeah, but, right? but why why do we not think about the connection between death and uh, because it's we separated ourselves from that in the, not intentionally but it happened right by putting it all in the grocery store right, we don't right, see right, the meat right, any right. we don't see it as an animal anymore yes yes totally totally and you know what's crazy if you think about how um like psychological psychological disruptions can happen mm -hmm. i just put this together now like um you know like buddha right he yeah. was super separated from like death and like mm -hmm. trauma and then he saw it and he like snapped you can kind of think of that like vegans, yeah, yeah. right? When they finally watch those videos of like slaughter farms and mm -hmm, like whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, they go so in the other direction of like, I'm not going to eat meat, right? Right. And it's like, but meat is a part of who we are. If you actually, then you start studying about like chemistry, like mm -hmm. physiological chemistry, we actually need these components to survive. Right. You need, you need an uh, amino acid that's fully complete and no vegetable can achieve that mm -hmm. without lots of hard work mm -hmm. you know the amount you need to convert um of like pea protein to get the same amount for like beef is so much like chemical concoction right right we right. even have like um what beyond meat burgers now mm -hmm. right and like but that to me just seems like a sickness again it's like if you just looked at death <laughs> right if you're just like oh these are just dead animals but we have to but in order to survive, like life is about creation and destruction. It's like Shiva and Brahma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but we are so separated from this fact. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's, it's like bewildering me now. Cause I see the domino effects of everything from that one thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like why, why do people live the way they live? Like why is like, why is an exorbitant amount of money so coveted? 
when you're going to die anyways. Right. Like, let's say you make like a million dollars a year. Why is that like, oh, that's amazing. But it's like, but you're going to die. So what, what, what is the million dollars really doing for you? It it affords you, like they said, uh, if you look at the happiness index, uh, anything over 75 K as, um, a combined household income is like, that's all you need. And then from that point over, you actually don't under, you don't experience expense. Yeah. So, uh, I think it depends on who you're asking that question to, right? So person that doesn't have a million dollars is going to think like that person that has a million dollars. Why is he still working? Wait, wait, all right. Say this again. Okay. Okay, So like a person, the coveted thing about million dollars is like people that don't have it. Okay. Are looking to get it. Yes. But then the ones who already have it, but they still continue to work. It's more about, for them, it's probably more about working. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Your point. Then about yeah, a million yeah. dollars. Right, 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 right. Unless, unless you're keeping up with the Joneses. Like, if you're, if you're continuously working, like, you're, you're saying if you have a million dollars, you're working because your life has become work. Mm-hmm. Right? Unless they're like, I can't imagine life without a million dollars because I've created so many, like, more money, more problems. Yeah, yeah, no, right, I understand. Like, yeah, yeah. Now, I have to, now I have to keep up this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there's levels of money, right? Like, I don't think you need more than that. What, a million dollars? No, like, like just to say Elon Musk. He doesn't have to continue being a CEO, but he's being a CEO. Yeah, right. I agree with you, but those are outliers. No, no, no. Yeah, but there's, there are people who own companies that are like that, right? Not, I don't want to say billionaires. There's, like, in the millionaires, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I yeah. see your point. I see your point. Um, Depends so, on your, yes. If you have other issues that you have to deal with, like uh, paying for these other sort of things, yeah, that's a different scenario, right? Then right. you're working for, so, not totally. necessarily for the money, for paying off. Yes, yes, totally, totally. Um, but the thing you're describing is a maker versus a manager. So, uh, I, again, it was in the same pod- mm-hmm. podcast. Usually, listen, like, if you're listening to this and you want to know what podcast time about, it's the Josh Barnett one. He's like this really, he's like a, MA fighter, but he's like super educated. So, anyways, he was saying that our society has turned from uh, makers to managers. Mm-hmm. So, the people that make the most money are just managing things. They're not actually creating anything. Mm-hmm. So, when you're talking about people who continue to work, it's because they're creating something. Yeah. Elon yeah. Musk is creating something. Yeah, so, yeah, his yeah. passion is fueled by his intrinsic desire to create something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as a human being, if you're not creating something, you're just like, you know, at your core, you're pretty much useless if you don't have this job. You're you're just allocating resources to different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... Like, we can just replace you. Yeah. But yeah. if you can't replace a maker, mm-hmm. you can't replace an Elon Musk, who's going to replace them? Yeah, true. You know those, like, quotes where it's like, you're working 100 hours a week for a job that'll replace you in two weeks after you die? But, mm-hmm. the, but he's speaking of, like, managers. Right. Like, right. But you can't replace a maker, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so that that's my differentiation there. It's like I see what you're saying about the people that just continue to work even though they make lots of money. But yeah, I guess I'm more talking money. about the ones who're creating. I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not driven by money, but I'm saying like they're driven by the production. Mm-hmm. So, like Elon Musk is like, look at all the things I've created. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten us to Mars, blah blah blah. But like, what I'm saying is, there's there's a weird disconnect between. Like why people, like why do people covet high salaries if you're not actually doing anything? Mm-hmm. Like so, your entire um, persona is based off of how much money you make a year. 
Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, and it's I get like, what you're okay, saying. So yeah, if your focus is that, yeah, you're not. But, but you'll but never reach society, that point. I'm saying societally, it's like it's very impressive. Like everyone loves that. Right? Nobody really cares what you've made. They care about how much you make. You're making in terms of money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe the general sense. Yeah. Right. Like, like let's say, um, would you think Elon Musk is? So, or you would obviously, but would Elon Musk be as impressive if he's breaking any even every year? So he's making zero, but he's getting us to Mars. Mm-hmm. Would we, I be impressed? Yeah. We would think that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But would the media jump on that? No, they're jumping on the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where our focus is. Mm-hmm. Right? It has nothing to do with the fact that he did these amazing things. They actually think he's crazy for doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know? But his bank account is what we focus on. Right. It's weird. But that comes from the sickness of like, you think it's going to last forever. Like, can't take it with you. So, what's the mm-hmm. point? Like, obviously, money's important. Like, with this, the happiness index of making 75K. Yeah. But, like, what is the pursuit after that? Like, what, like, what, why, like, why are we so framed in? that that man like that manner socially is an actual question yeah, yeah i know i'm just trying to think uh why are we focused on money yeah i I, th- I really think it's because we're like devoid of the idea of death like we like that whole statement of like it's like the perennial mm. like everyone says it all the time like you can't take it with you and die yeah 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 so it's like so then so then why do you care so much right yeah yeah yeah. yeah it's how you if their focus whole throughout was just money and he forgot about life but you can't point. know life without death yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. you can't you, you can't you can't appreciate what you have until you know that it'll be taken away soon Mm-hmm. like we've only got a certain amount of years left like our time is very finite mm-hmm. we don't focus on it as a society yeah i guess it depends on what happens in your life to cause that right so if people around you die at certain ages on your you know what i mean like when you're younger maybe yeah. if you see that like the we're those things could influence you, but if you're not seeing it, yes, yeah, yeah. If, if you're shielded from it, like Buddha. yeah, yeah. But then, but then that creates maladaptive behavior later. Like Buddha, even though we covet him religiously, yeah, he's a trauma victim. Yeah, like a psychological <laughs> trauma victim. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, that's the whole point of. I think the good that is to travel, right? That is to see the world and see, like. It's not how different it is in other parts of the world compared yeah, to here. Totally. So that's, those are like lessons to for how to live your life in a way, right? Like yeah, to yeah, learn, totally, yeah. okay, well, well, I'm way better off in certain aspects. Why am I still like not like happy yeah, yeah, or totally. like something else? So something else is affecting you in that sense, right? Like, yeah, it's something deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Because cause the thing that's deeper is realizing that you're going to die. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's every human's biggest fear death Mm -hmm. and then you can overcome that fear of death by like educating yourself to it and like experiencing different things but 
I think it's it's not like it it can go from a fear to a driver. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like you're, it's like the sense of loss because you're like, oh, this is all gonna go away. Right. You know, like I I think it needs to transform from fear to a driver. I think so. Like I think if you shield. Because it takes a lot of work to go from a fear to a driver, right? You need people who, like, shepherd you towards, like, no, it's not that scary. Dying's not that scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But how many people are like that in our world? Not yeah, many, Yeah, right? not but, many. I think it's also, I wonder how much is the added on of religion, though, right? Like, oh, the better, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, there's the something afterlife. better after. It is true as well. You're right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, the majority of the world is religious, so that's true but but the fear of death is what created the necessity for religion yeah now there's a detriment to that where it's like now we're looking forward for the afterlife exactly yes yes yes. so like this considering this world as um uh tough and not easy so yeah yeah yeah, totally yeah yeah and then thus his next life is gonna be better but technically that's like a control mechanism by like higher ups like yeah i know it's difficult no no, i understand that but like it's like there's a different layer there's a different layer but like i'm saying like that's that's also where people are at too where it's like yeah uh the struggle of this life means it's gonna be the next life so it'll be easier i I don't like yeah yeah, no totally yeah 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 so you're like um you're accepting your pain right now because mm-hmm. you know that it'll be better later mm-hmm. on if you continue to work hard right but but i think that's where the differentiation is between spirituality and religion because like yeah, yeah, yeah. those are two different things yeah right 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 and i think spirituality is is embracing death because when you like religion is a story yeah, yeah. right spirituality is an experience and when you experience death like consciously because you can't actually die but like when you experience like when you've come to terms with death then that is is the foundation for all spiritual growth Mm -hmm. you know does that make sense no i get that i get what you're saying um but that's what i meant like where it's like the religion became the grocery store we forgot about the actual message very true yeah you're right yeah right so that that's what i felt like has happened (laughs) That's why we need to abolish religion. Right? <laughs> like, actually, that's to be fair. These ideas again aren't new. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, Nietzsche who wrote like God is dead. Mm-hmm. He's not talking about actual God. He's talking about religious God. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we need to abandon our religion in order to transcend to the next level, which is like, like living fully. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, another thing I was thinking about too is like poverty, though. Because when you're so poor, it's like it doesn't really matter what it is we're talking about, you and I. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's a difference. <laughs> it's right? another it's, it's like, another thing. Theirs is surrounded by death. <laughs> no, no, but but not just that, but like like you have no time to think about it. No, I know, I know. Yeah. But like there's a surrounded by death. There's no real life. Oh yeah, 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 true, true. Cause okay, yeah. Cause you're stuck. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a balance. You need like money and you need, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why this 75 K happiness index, right? You need some level of money right, to enjoy your life and like do certain things. Mm-hmm. But one thing that they said in the book as well, and I was like, I never thought about it like that. Like Rome eventually became a uh, empire of slaves. So by that, by what that means is you brought in all these slaves you they fought for their freedom 
and then they rose to like you know power not not power but like they rose well yeah power they rose outside of their slavery mm-hmm. so you just have like a an empire full of basically slaves or you could look at it like uh, how we have an empire full of immigrants now mm-hmm. right because the west is slowly turning into an immigrant society yeah well it's always been an immigrant it's always society, been uh, but uh, i'm uh, talking uh, about like social structures of like caucasians right now there's like the whole bipoc movement right sure yeah yeah, yeah. but like but, but why did that come up because there's so many immigrants coming that no no, no yeah, yeah i understand there. that yeah, yeah yeah right 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 and and like you can take that statement of like Rome was is an empire full of slaves to another level, which is like we are all like the majority of us are all slaves if you don't understand the game that we're playing, mm. right? And I feel like you and I are always examining the game, so we we can like make judgment calls on like what is slavery, but like if you're so entrenched in the game that you don't even know you're playing a game then you're a slave right to the system to the system but you don't even know yeah yeah, yeah. i've heard that term yeah yeah. right yeah 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 i think that matrix was trying to tell us that right right as like just examine your life that's Mm -hmm. really what the the whole premise of the matrix was like when they're talking about batteries it's like you can actually see batteries people Mm -hmm. who are so plugged into the system that it's like nothing can disrupt the system yeah yeah you know I, i was i was at that uh and I was like telling you guys about it, but I was at that like dinner and it was weird to me to see. So I was like around a bunch of higher up people mm-hmm. like, within like the social echelon and um, they all had like companies or whatever. And then they're all repeating back to one another the, the same talking points. And then <laughs> like, like between like they're both like heads of like one was a professor, one was the head of a company. And then they were talking about something. And then I was at the mm-hmm. table and I, it was funny. It's weird too because you can also feel like, why am I there? <laughs> okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I like work for the thing. So like, anyways. Um, so they were talking about like climate change from a very talking point view, mm-hmm. right? They were saying things and back and forth with one another. They were agreeing, and then I was like, yeah, I know where you got that from because I read the same book as you. Mm-hmm. But you're only reading that one book. I'm reading other books, right? So. Um, asked oh and then there was this other person there that was just agreeing with whatever they said like <laughs> and i was like oh you're you're another battery like i'm watching like these batteries you know like these like i'm in the matrix watching yeah, yeah, these yeah, people yeah. Sure. converge right so then i threw a little wrench in the thing i was like can i get your perspective on nuclear power so this guy he he started his career in nuclear engineering and then he moved into climate en- energy because mm-hmm. like you know he wants to change the world so i was like wh- like what is your perspective on nuclear and then he was kind of like blown away like because like oh somebody's actually asking me a, an intelligent question mm-hmm. we're not just using talking <laughs> points you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he started to explain how like nuclear is the way of the future but he was saying that we need to combine it with other things because you can't just rely on nuclear alone because i was like okay w- you guys are both talking about solar and wind but that's very sporadic what yeah. about nuclear and then he was like oh yeah well we need to combine it and i'm like and then i said when he said combine it i'm like so what is the chance of hitting net zero if you still rely on fossil fuels as a part of your combination? Can you hit net zero? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, well I like tried to trail <laughs> off because it wasn't part of his talking point, mm-hmm. but he got caught in his own logical dilemma. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we can't hit net zero. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. But like these people who played the game all the way to the top 
are still playing a talking point game. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, right. we're all just batteries within a system. Mm-hmm. We're all just like slaves and we don't know we're slaves. Right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was weird yeah. to like listen to them talk. I'm like, you guys are literally just saying stuff. I've that's heard that's what I mean where it's like, I don't think anyone's like when they say like someone's controlling the world. I don't think it's like that. No. I think the system yeah. has become the controller of the world. Yes, 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 yes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Inadvertently. In a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that goes back to my point about like, do you think it's human nature that we're doing these things again? Or do you think it's being built upon? No, it's all a system. No, it's human nature. Like right, right. we're repeating the same stuff. Right? So what is the real, sim- like what is the real um, system? It's like the mind. Mm-hmm. We, we're just, we don't even realize we're being controlled by our own mental state, mm-hmm. you know? And it's too painful to question other things. <laughs> right, right? Like they were given the same talking point. I was like, well, how is it going to work? It's hard to be, no one's really genuine. I think that's, that's the word. That's, yes, yes. And, and yes, totally. And Because by being genuine, you could be shunned for being genuine. Yes. So. Yes. And I realized at that party, I was like, wow, I, I'm really bad at playing this game. This like, this, <laughs> this like mirroring game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause to me, it's like, I just want to be genuine. I'm like, I'm actually genuinely curious about like, how do you think this is going to work? Yeah. And no one's, you know, um, truthful to themselves in the sense that like, yeah, you can't get to net zero. Like you cannot, you, right. You can, you can strive for the goal, but you, reality sets in that it's not that's actually that was the talking point he used back at me like mm-hmm. when he trailed off he was like he was like well it's, it's a great way to like strive towards that's another talking point yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. okay so then the goal is arbitrary mm-hmm. so if if you're just setting a point that you know you'll never hit so what's the point of the point mm-hmm. i i was i was working on this okay. no i think it would have i would have been much better saying like to get more information out about solar or energy like these things that are not as well known let's just say right yeah totally yeah so yeah. Th- those things make more sense yes but like this this impossible goal of net zero is like why would you even put that there then mm-hmm. do you understand the ramifications of stating that like yeah, the actual yeah, yeah, shift yeah. To, over to that like what about the the oil tycoons mm-hmm. really you think they're not going to put up a fight right make no sense mm-hmm. but you're right genuine that that's the word like nobody's genuine with anything because to be genuine you have to be open to the idea that your ideas can change yeah but like they're like they're towing the side of the fence Mm -hmm. you know it's like i'm on team blue i'm on team red and like blah 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 and then the you can't say anything that's going to disturb team blue like the team that i'm on yes yeah yes and then like the genuine people are the ones that are like okay what are you both saying Mm -hmm. you know but our world doesn't run like that no, no, it really doesn't but, run. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people, you have to have a certain mindset to be able to understand or listen to both sides. Yeah. And if you can't, if you're easily triggered by the other side, then that's a problem. Then that's, that's a huge problem. Yeah. It's like, then how we progress. If you, you can't listen to the other side, how do you progress forward? Yeah, exactly. But, but that's why I think that this system that we've created will never change as well because... Well, the system is built on compromise. It's just because you're going to keep, well, I'm saying like government system where it's like people put in office or like, you know, like Republican states or Democrat states. So they're all in the house. So they're not, it's going to end up being a compromise. This is how the system is built, right? So you can't get to net zero, nor can you like just get rid of fossil fuels. Is it a compromise or is it a constant tug of war? 
Well, does that, uh, no, no, but compromising is doing that, right? So you're pulling, you're trying to pull them towards you and then you're trying to pull them. So you're going to end up meeting somewhere. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. It's still going to be, you're, you're, you're opposing ideas, but, but you're going to have to do stuff. So you're going to end up conceding on certain things. But, but maybe compromise isn't the answer because it's not about compromising. It's about pr- like providing the best solution. Mm-hmm. But that's a genuine perspective. But that, that's like, you'd have to be genuine. Yeah. But it's not going to work. Right. So that's what I'm saying where it's like the system designed to be, is only going to work as a compromise. No, it's not going to work any other way because no one's going to be like genuine. Yes. Right. 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 So, so are you saying that the sickness is, so the sickness is the system and that's why we're in the state that we're in? Yeah. But like that's the only way we can progress or, or that's the only way this current system that we've created can progress. Yeah. Well, that's actually really trippy to think about. It's like, it's like we need that. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. It, like, we're not going to get anywhere. You've created a, 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 like a, you've created a living thing. Yeah. But you don't realize you've created a living thing, mm-hmm. which is called society. Mm-hmm. So, like, an individual one individual on their own is just one person mm-hmm. but like 10,000 people is a society yeah and 10,000 minds trying to agree upon one thing right ruled by mind yeah right like oh my god that's so trippy actually if you think about it our entire civilization is a mind game mm-hmm. but why do i say that's like why do you stop at a red light yeah we because all your mind is telling you oh the law is i gotta stop yeah yeah, yeah. we saying. all accepted the law yeah we've all accepted it right yeah. it, you're like it's like mental slavery it's like the elephant that got put the chain on its leg when it was younger and then you remove the chain the elephant's not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. but this is the world we live in though yes and you can't change it you can't change it. and you have to live with it <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> right it's so trippy it's the same thing with oil we, we can't go to net zero we can't yeah. change the system. System is the system is, is designed yeah. this way. You, you know, um, like uh, I think I brought this up before, but Kanye West was so true. He was like, "The simulation is the simulation of the mind. Like, why is that a table? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that table not a fortress? Why is that table not a um, a couch? Mm-hmm. Why is that table not a bed? Right? Because we've called it a table. Yeah. So, and then the kid." The child yeah. <laughs> is like, oh, I want to make a fortress out of this. No, mm-hmm. no, that's a table. Can't right. make a fortress out of that. Yeah. Oh, I want to sleep on the table because, uh, like, I'm yeah, tired. Yeah. It's a bed. It's like that's not a bed. You got to go to your bed. Mm-hmm. As a table. Yeah. Treat that table like a table. That's why Dude, kids are. That's, so trippy, that's why kids are. That's slavery. That's mental slavery. Yeah, but that's why I think kids remind us of imagination. Yes. Yes. It's, it's our imagination. It's like, why does that have to be that thing? Exactly. Why do I have to live in that specific way? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like that there are a few people that still try to live that way, but then they're deemed crazy. Yes. Or, or they just can't live. Well, yeah, deemed know. crazy because nobody else can be genuine and understand that. Yeah. Wait, he's living his true self. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, that is so trippy. It is, yeah. It's uh, we it, we literally. It's more shunning per, a person because they're genuine. Yeah, and that well, yes. you don't have your freedom to be that. that. And, 
we we literally like right now in this conversation we literally pinpointed the exact moment of the conception of mental slavery Mm -hmm. which is this is this and this is not that yeah 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 Yeah. right yeah but you know it's a yoga concept like uh like this (laughs) not that it's it goes back to yoga because it's like in yoga one thing that they like yoga is really just a lot of examining of the mind right and then zen is the next level where it's like doing away with the mind entirely Mm -hmm. right that's why i think like zen is higher than yoga but yoga is like the scientific analysis of what's going on in your mind and what they say is like the the moment the moment we created separate like you know separation non-separation yeah yeah, yeah. and people are like oh we're all one thing Mm -hmm. but then we separate that as like no that's you and that's me Mm -hmm. right and that is the foundation for why we all don't think of each other as brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. right because or like working together as one yeah yeah, yeah. because we're all individuals Mm mm-hmm there's a table, not a bed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's so trippy. <laughs> yeah. And that, that is really where the sickness begins. Yeah. And it continues to propagate. It's like, why do I need to go do that? Because you have to go do that. <laughs> Everyone else did that. Yeah. Do you think it could change? Do you really think it won't change? No. Yeah, We're bound to repeat it again, even if we yeah. do change. It's going to bound. It's bound to repeat itself. It's innate. <laughs> There's yeah. only going to be some a few outliers. Yeah, totally, totally. You, you know when people talk about like like those like uh, hippie types who talk about like oh if we just like awoke into a conscious society blah 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 mm-hmm. like what kind of world would that be? Mm-hmm. It would not look like the world we live in. Like, like really think about if we moved everything in a conscious direction we'd probably live more like the natives like in peace with the land mm-hmm. um yeah, i see what you're saying like yeah we, yeah, yeah we yeah. try and like okay my footprint will destroy this so i need to live as a creature of the earth right versus separate like we are 100 percent separate you yeah, know? yeah yeah well, one thing that used to trip me out is you know we live like right next when we were growing up we live next to twin rivers mm-hmm so remember how we'd have like adventures in twin rivers yeah. and then we'd come back to like the suburbs. It would always trip me out, but I never realized on like such a fundamental level that like nature is nature and humans are humans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we would die in twin rivers. Like there are like coyotes, yeah, like yeah, right, trees, right. there's no food around. Sure, and yeah. just like move yeah. back to suburbia, which mm-hmm. is like a 10 minute bike ride, mm-hmm. you know? we've created separation we're yeah, not working in unison with nature no we've tried to separate ourselves yeah yeah and we would have a completely different society like we we couldn't have the life we live right now no we wouldn't have safety we'd all probably be warriors mm-hmm. we'd all probably know how to hunt we, we would literally look like natives mm-hmm. yeah but also we wouldn't be here <laughs> like we'd be back in our own countries <laughs> no no technically we have boats maybe like a boat yeah but uh it's not like the vast movements of people right? yeah true. Oh, yeah, yeah we wouldn't have cities yeah we wouldn't have gigantic cities no. we'd have like small uh like villages right yeah but then how does hum- how does a human dominate earth if it's just having small like like in the it, exactly. sea? Yeah. 
right? Like they're working with nature, like like natives. Like we would never leave this planet. No. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's like really we have to, to like yeah, like we have to build this. Like we would have to build cities in order to get to that point of yes, like doing rockets and then going into space. Yeah, that you, wouldn't you happen. Would, you would have to build cities because yeah. you need to. You would need to evolve in this things. in this system in how, this way that we are at right now. Exactly to how, get to that point. How would you create steel? Yeah. How would you create, you know, rubber tires? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would you would need to do the things that we did. Yeah. So you're really so all the people that are like hippies and they they want a conscious society. It's like again, do you understand what you're asking for? I think they know what they're asking for, but that's for them. <laughs> No, no, but no, no, right, right, totally. They know what they're asking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But realistically, do you know what that looks like? Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just like going net zero. Do you realistically know what going in net zero looks like? Oh, maybe not. Yeah, I see, you what, see what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like they want like a conscious society, but a conscious society does not look like this society. Mm-hmm. It just like a net zero society does not look like this society. Yeah. We it's almost like we want change, but we don't want to have to do the work to change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we want want all to stay the same, but we want it all to be better. Yeah. But you can't solve the same problem. You can't solve the problem with the same thinking that got you into the problem. Yeah, there's like a line I, I don't That is the line. The, like like the solution or finding this if you don't know the problem, you can't if you don't know the problem yeah if you don't know what the problem is you can't solve any you can't find a solution yeah uh that's that's similar to uh this or the true cause of the problem then you're not going to find a solution so you can do all these other things but yes yeah yeah, that's not the true because you're not looking directly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that's not the true problem so the same problems that's why the reductionist approach is the best approach which is like you cut away everything and you figure out what the root cause is Mm -hmm. i mean technically the root cause the mind so how are you gonna fix that you have to educate people the fact they have a mind but then you're which i think is happening now like this whole resurgence of like yoga and like all that i think that people are starting to wake up but at the same time there's different levels to it though like yes but you're waking up to what right yeah you're still creating another who's teaching you doing that Right, like, right, right. Like when, when I listen to people talk about like their ayahuasca journeys and they're like, oh, I met like aliens or like, you know, mother nature. Right, it's like, no, yeah. but that's in your head. Yeah. There is but then, uh, But then doing the ayahuasca, like there's, there's set up systems well, within the system. Now they have a business for doing, yeah, that's true, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. now it's, it's become commercial. Yeah, it's, it's become part of the system. Yes, yeah, true. Don't you want to meet Mother Earth? Don't you want to meet the aliens? You got to come. <laughs> yeah. And then now we're distracted. Well, it's cost you this much money though, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you just have to look at the the true root, which is the mind. Because like this is how you. Prove. But that's why you need the right right person to teach you or lead you through that thing, like a a teacher, shaman, like, or whatnot, yeah, right? A, a true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're not gonna get that in the city. No, you you're not gonna get the city. Yeah. But you might not even get that if you travel. But true, true. That's also possible. Also yeah, yeah. That's also money. possible. Yeah, because yeah. they're also trying to make money. It's it's, it's, it's becoming yeah, totally. part of the system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I wonder. No, 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 I don't wonder. Sorry, I I think that people like you know when they talk about like oh you're gonna meet Mother Earth and then you're <laughs> or you're gonna like. I don't know if you've really listened to people talk about ayahuasca trips. I've seen, yeah. Okay, so they they talk about, like, aliens and, like, meeting Gaia and all that stuff, right? But 
the only way you know it's true is if multiple people see the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. True that if multiple people see the exact same thing, they might not come to the correct conclusion, but you can agree that something did happen, mm-hmm. right? Like if I'm in a room and then I see a ghost, right? Then that experience is only dependent towards me, yeah. meaning it happened in my own head. Mm-hmm. But because all life is a reflection of what we see in our heads, right? It's yeah, true, yeah, yeah, right? Um, like, how do you know? Like, like when you see something happen, you have to you have to mirror that in your head. Like, oh no, that happened, right? You like mm-hmm. if you're in that, if you're fully in the experience, there is no mirroring because you're just observing what's happening. Right. Yeah. But if if I ask you, like, hey, did somebody walk by? You have to recall in your memory, mm-hmm. right? So everything's happening in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But with that, it's like now, what is real? Sorry, sorry, what is true? Because real, it is real to you. You did see a ghost. But if you and I didn't see the exact same ghost at the exact same time, then only one of us is having the experience, meaning that it's not real. It's not true. Right. Right. That's what experiments are, right? You have yeah. to be able to replicate it over and over and yeah. over uh, yeah. without like change. Right. And then other people have to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they can't see That's it, That's why it's peer-reviewed. It's peer-reviewed. It's, it's totally, right? Yeah. So like... So like under that perspective, if you undergo ayahuasca and you see Mother Earth or aliens, how many other people saw that? If it was only you, then you can only attribute that to being something that you experienced in your own head, Mm -hmm. which if you reduce it to its finest point, then it's just your mind. Yeah. It's all in your head. Yeah. Right. Which is... It's the mind. (laughs) Right. Which is trippy because it's like, then what is real? Like what? What is true? Mm-hmm. Very few things are true in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And our entire society. Actually, well, this sparked another idea just now. How do you create something in society? Like, how how do you actually like invent something? Mm-hmm. No, I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you uh, actually invent something? How do you invent something? You have to create it. Okay. Uh, my other, my a better question would be, how did Steve Jobs? create apple um create apple yeah like like I, like that is not a trick question just like tell me how steve jobs created apple and then i'll i'll tie it all back well it, i mean it wasn't apple right at first right okay yeah yeah there's like other mini experiment or products they created yeah, totally yeah, yeah prior to eventually making apple and then him and steve wozniak were working in the garage yeah and then from there they got investors right right and then from there they expanded both sure. uh, they sold products okay okay but it all can be traced back to an idea yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. isn't that trippy yeah of course it's something yeah. in his mind and yeah. then he had to sell that idea yeah but what happened in his life to generate that idea that's right? true too yeah right. that's the whole point of inception yes yeah if you watch inception that is so real because all they did was they put the um the wind kite or whatever mm-hmm. inside the guys because yeah. they wanted him to go towards green energy they yeah. wanted to sell his like oil stocks right mm-hmm. so like how do you how do you what was that seed yeah. that planted in his mind the simplest simplest idea that was yes. where it started from to create this idea yeah that simplest i said that dude inception was like, I remember when I saw Inception, I was like, this is marketing. 
this mm-hmm. is like this is the foundation of marketing <laughs> and from there i started to like build the idea of what marketing is to me mm-hmm. and there are certain marketers that like seth godin is number one because he pioneers this like he says that too it's like mm. you're just selling ideas to right. everyone that's what marketing is right. right but that's what all business is yeah and what is society if not businesses how am i going to build society i have to first make you believe what i believe mm-hmm. right yeah it's, it's the idea virus yeah i mean i mean what do they say like I mean, our sisters. I mean, our system is built on business, right? Yes, it yeah. won't survive without it. It won't survive without it. Yeah. But at the foundation of all business is the selling of an idea, mm-hmm. an idea that you can only see yeah. until you actualize it into reality. Yeah. So to bring it all full back, mind. like that is why the heart of every problem is the mind. Yeah. That's so trippy. It's the <laughs> idea virus. Like we are. Yeah. We are, oh man, it's, it's like, cause, cause where does our ability to logically rationalize these ideas come from, comes from our prefrontal cortex. Other animals don't have that. That's why they can't like rationalize. They do to a certain degree, but like ours is so much more developed in relation to other, mm-hmm. other animals. So that's what allows us to like introspect and create ideas in our head and then share those ideas. Yeah. So it's like we are like the simplest of ideas can start that like i remember like with the steve Jobs story i think i probably told this before but it's like seeing a calf being born oh no i didn't i don't know the oh, story. I told you that. No. uh where a calf was being born but it had to stand up right away okay so it's like with the mac when you open it for the first time it should be already ready for you to use oh yeah yeah, yeah. That makes so this, sense. that's where the idea comes from that's that was the root of his Ooh, conception of that idea that's also trippy too because it's like we don't even know where our ideas come from because <laughs> like okay so steve jobs is being conscious enough like self-aware enough yeah, yeah. to pinpoint that idea but how many how many of us are running our lives on autopilot mm-hmm. you don't even know where your ideas are coming from yeah so it's like, it goes back to that conversation. It's like, why are you guys saying the same talking point? So, yeah, I guess it comes, yeah, are you, are you being controlled by your mind or are you in control of your mind? Yes. And people who are genuine are able to analyze the contents of their thoughts beyond, uh, wait, no, no, are able to, co- to analyze the contents of their thoughts without fear of oppression Mm -hmm. because they're like i'm just examining my idea like where does my idea come from but if you are so afraid of doing that you're going to end up just repeating the same talking point Mm -hmm. yeah right because you're like i want to fit in yeah exactly which is like a fear state is a fear state that's also part of mine you don't want to be hurt yeah true Yeah, Yeah. yeah for sure actually sam harris also brought up this thing about how free will is an illusion because of the uh i I forgot what the term was but it's so genius it's like um our bodies always respond to certain things Mm -hmm. right like like our like our psychophysiological connection i kind of made that up like psycho means mind and then physiological means body um but it's like if you if you're in a hot room and you're like i'm thirsty where did that idea come from Mm -hmm. it didn't come from you it came from your body right so one thing that he's saying is like we're all also propelled 
by our physiological state. Right. I see. Yeah. And that's a lot of that. That's why you just believe in free will. Cause like mm-hmm. you're actually not making any decision. It's all physiological decisions, but physiological decisions are based on the physics of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I see. Yeah. But that's a totally different. That's like, if we were going to discuss the idea of free will, but let's get back to believing <laughs> we have a choice and uh, the mind being the root of all problems. But yeah, it is right. Like every thought is what led us to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and can you, can you create a thought that will allow you to, to reverse that problem is the question. Reverse that problem? What do you mean by uh, that? Can, can, you, can you create a thought to reverse the problem of mind? We, we've just identified that there's a problem with mind. We're, I guess we're technically doing it because we're creating this idea in our heads of... Um, yeah, but to, be, to, but to come to this point of understanding the mind, you have, so things, have had to have to, things would have happened, had to have happened to you in the past to lead you into learning about these different things. Yeah. If you don't have... If, if that doesn't happen to you, they're not going to come to this point. You're not going to understand what we're talking about. Yeah, that's true. And likely if you are super resistant to this idea, you probably already turned off this podcast. <laughs> You're just like, no, I don't believe it. Or like, oh, they don't know what I'm talking about. Or it's just too complex. It's just not... Or, under- yeah, or it's over your head. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, that happens with me with other math stuff, where it's like physics stuff. Too. Yes. Like, I can't yeah. understand this. This is too much for me right now. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree with you. So then, okay. So then if that is the problem, then if, if, if like you tune out and like, it's not something your mind is able to handle. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you can never solve this problem unless people in positions of power are also thinking like this. Yeah. Which I don't, which I don't think because in order to get to a position of power, you have to play the game yeah. of talking points. Right. We've just, we've really just gotten to the point of uh, society's kind of just screwed. Like, I, I don't really want to say screwed, it, it's like, just society is society. <laughs> we live in a society. We do live in a society, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, now I'm kind of like looking at people like Joker now that use that joke. Um, the, like people like Joker and like these chaotic individuals, it's mm-hmm. like, they probably do know what they're talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they, they probably realize the... Craziness of the world. Yeah. Or the society. Making, yeah. That's what making Joker laugh all the time. You yeah. Know, like it's so ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, anything else about this? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next thing. I... I <laughs> Well, I wanted to talk about like martial arts because of like the violence aspect. Oh, okay. Um, but, but I was thinking about, I was thinking about like, okay, so, so the reason uh, it's almost like a jujitsu plug. This is gonna be a jujitsu plug. Oh, sure. I think everyone should learn jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And why do I say jujitsu versus like wrestling or like sambo, all that stuff? And I've really been analyzing it because. I, I have a black belt in like striking and I have a black belt in weapons mm-hmm. and then I'm in pursuit of a black belt in grappling. Right. And I think that 
like there there are obviously other styles of grappling which is like wrestling um which is like judo right it's all like throws but the thing that separates jujitsu from those other styles is it relies not on power but on like it is the epitome of self-defense right it has nothing to do with strength it has all to do with understanding the techniques of leverage in order to protect yourself right right and that's why i think everyone should do it because because mm. it has nothing to do with overpowering another person it's all about like adjusting another person's uh aggression okay. and then nullifying it right so i went with this like judo brown belt he like came dropping our class and then our instructor's like hey just go with him and you know like i'm a i'm a white belt six stripes <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> uh, but so like, so he the guy was like okay you set the pace and i was like okay and then i started to grab him like really gentle slow because i'm like i don't know what you're gonna throw at me mm-hmm. and my my style of jujitsu is extremely defensive right and then he was like wait no dude i said set the pace and i'm like i am setting the pace and then he started to like okay and then he started to amp it up and then i started to just go with his energy mm-hmm. and then just control him but to him, because he was exerting so much energy, he like stopped midway through a roll and he's like, oh, I'm giving you a hard time, eh? And I like was like, what? Because I'm like, you don't see that I'm just like toying with your energy right now. Right. But that's the difference between other styles in jujitsu. Whereas like he thought because he's using so much power to get, I'm using no power, man. I'm just pushing you like gently. Like, okay, I see you're trying to trip me. Okay, I'm just going to push you in this direction. You're going to roll. I'm going to take your back. You know, stuff like that. It, that's why I like jujitsu. It's extremely defensive. I use zero power, but he used so much power and he thought he was like giving me Yeah, I think I'm maybe like, no, because, I, yeah, like, is he thinking that like being in the offense is the most powerful I mean. move? And that's what I mean. Than being defensive. Yes. Whereas all of their martial arts are solely focused on offense, yeah. right? Like my first black belt, how do you spar? Kick and punch, right? And then my next black belt, Arnis, how do you, how do you put someone down? Strike mm-hmm. them as hard as you can with your stick. Mm-hmm. This is the only martial art that I've studied where I'm like, oh, it's purely self-defense. Mm-hmm. Like it has no offensive. I mean, there is off. Like I made sure like when I'm rolling with that, that judo brown belt, I had one arm free the whole time and his dad was watching and I knew that anybody else watching could see that I could just like use the other arm to just start striking you in the face. But I'm not here for that. I'm here to control you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. compared to all other martial arts, jujitsu is like the pinnacle of self-defense mm-hmm. in my books. Right. And that's why I think everyone should do it. Cause if we all knew how to defend ourselves, who would fight? Mm-hmm. Right. Like who? Like who? Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Who no, would no. fight? You true, know, because it's like you're just nullifying each other, and then you're waiting the time limit. Yeah, you know, I can go easily for like 20 minutes, not be tired, and like just defend. Right, right. If I'm going for attacks, it's way different because mm-hmm. then I open myself up for like being subbed. Because in order to attack, you have to like there's a vulnerability. Yeah, there's a vulnerability. Right. right. Like if I'm grabbing your arm, then to... I've, I've I've like opened my arm up versus like protecting, like keep my arm in to like protect myself. Mm-hmm, I see. You know? So yeah, that was just, and well, another thing I wanted to throw out there is, um, black belts are like in other styles because they're strictly offensive. I find that because like to get a black belt in jujitsu is like 
easily a 10 year journey. Like most black belts it took like 10 years to get mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you can get a black belt and some styles within like, you know, a month. Right. Of like heavy, obviously intensive training, but that's because it's all offensive. Right. So it's like, how quickly can you put someone down? Right. Right. Whereas like with jujitsu, it's like, how well can you control somebody that wants to tear your head off mm-hmm. and not have your head torn off? That's a totally different skill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Anyways, it's my little plug. Everyone should do jujitsu. <laughs> Gracie jujitsu though, not Brazilian jujitsu because that's like sportive and sport is all about going for the sub. Right. Even now it's like, you have two minutes, go. And I'm like, I'm not going to, not going to try and attack you for two mm-hmm. minutes. I'm going to try and protect myself. But it's a different mind state, right? Like I'm coming from. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like strictly defense. Yeah. If, if I want to put you down, I'll grab a stick and I'll hit you as hard as I can with a stick. Like I'll, right. use, I'll rely on my other black, black belts before I rely on this one. Like if we got into a street fight, I would never, I mean, I would use jujitsu to defend myself, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't use jujitsu to take you out. Mm-hmm. I have other tools for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 Anyways, any, any thoughts before I move on? Yeah. Uh, Again, okay, I think it probably goes back to society where we think that offense is stronger than defense. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the um, social construct narrative of like, you got to win at all costs. Yeah. You know? But it's like, why you got to win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... Actually, you want to talk about the Will Smith stop? That happened this week. Yeah. I'm actually, fine. you know what? That is a perfect segue into... No, it's not a segue, but it's a perfect addition to this because the Will Smith slap is society enacting its thing. It's like the show must go on. Everybody was like, Chris Rock did an amazing job of not, he's so professional. Mm -hmm. It was like, nobody was saying that was an egregious crime we all witnessed. Yeah. Because that's why didn't we cut the commercial? Like that's cut the commercial, like, like instead of letting it go on. Which was an awkward situation. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But no, but but like, why did anyone stop him? Why did anyone say anything? Um, to Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, like a person to stop him, or yes. like okay, let's say like when he was going up. Even afterwards, he won an award after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cried, standing ovation. It's like yeah. this is this is this one moment was society sickness in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. We, we were playing this game of like, we got to stop at a red light. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, we're at the Oscars. We can't disrupt this. The show must go on. We know we're headed towards carbon. Yeah, they should have. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, there was other people who spoke about it that he should have been removed. Like, okay, yeah, but, but, but he um, didn't. But he didn't. But I think even, I think the Academy said that we, what they, I forgot what the word they, leave. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't leave. So like okay. what, so, so, but but think about this though it's like it's not it's not what we think we should have done it's what we did do yeah exactly so it's like yeah everyone has their great idea like we're talking about ideas right now but but we're using as an example for society sickness right so it's like we all know we should shift to renewable energy but our actions are different than Mm -hmm. our intention Mm -hmm. we all know that if we witnessed that on the street probably police would have been called like yeah. if it wasn't Will Smith, it was just two randoms. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, but we're playing with the social construct of like it's the Oscar. That's Will Smith. 
Mm-hmm. Don't mess around with them. Yeah, nobody knew what to do. <laughs> That's what... they, because it was like a societal disruptor. Mm-hmm. It was like when I asked that dude like about shifting to nuclear, yeah, yeah. and he was like, "Wait, what? Oh, you're asking me a real question." I, I think I think the me. first yeah, like the first thing everybody was like, "Is this real? What?" Isn't that weird that that was the first question? Is this real? Yeah, everyone. Yeah. I actually that was the one of the first thing I saw. Yeah, exactly. And then mostly everyone was like, "Like, oh, this is a PR stunt, blah blah blah." Yeah. But it's like, and then it turned out to be real. Yeah. I was like, "Isn't that weird that that was our first question?" I don't think it's weird. I think it makes sense as being show business. Totally, but right, they're all actors, right? Right, right, right. But but it goes back to like the construct, right? Like they're all actors. This is the Oscars. That's mm-hmm. Will Smith. This yeah. can't be real. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. But if you saw that on the street, people would be like, "What the hell?" Yeah. People get involved. It's not in, in in context. It's not real, right? Like, I mean, in, in context, it's not a in the world of it's not in in the world of show business, right? That's right. Like context is always key. Yeah. Yeah, because context is like the mind, mm-hmm. like the mind rationalizing all of its issues. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was like. Well, it was reminded. I was like, "Is this real?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, was this a plant? Yeah. But then, but then it turned out to be real. It turned out to be real. But but see, it's like, like, but do you see like the shackle? Yeah. yeah. Like, even your initial thought was, "Is this real?" Yeah. Right. Because we're all just playing the game. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all like in a game called life. Mm-hmm. And we don't even realize we're playing a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, any, any other thoughts about uh, Will Smith's thing? Uh, we'll see what happens with all that. Yeah, you see him resign? Damn, I was like, okay. Well, resign from, I guess, I don't know what that, I don't know much about that. Resigning from the Academy, is that like their, I don't know what that is. Uh, maybe he just won't apply for any more Oscars. Because you have to apply for that. Oh, okay, so, so I guess that makes sense. I guess that, but I don't know what other things is gonna come with that. Yeah, come, like, will he still get his Oscar? You mean? Like, I think he's just still gonna get his, keep his Oscar. But well, I don't know if there's any other. I don't know what you can really do. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Fines? I don't understand. That. Yeah, but like, but then you hit a point where you have so much money that fines don't even matter to you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like, like whatever. The um, yeah, one thing that you and I were talking about in the car. When we went to go see Morbius, a little uh, foreshadowing for the next topic, or mm-hmm. not foreshadowing, hinting at, um, was in relation to this, it's like, we need to be able to separate art from artist. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, you know, oh, Will Smith, blah, 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 it was a bad moment, whatever, right. but he makes great movies. Yeah. You know? The other people we brought up were like Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Terrible. But an amazing actor. <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. <laughs> Iconic. Right. Like Michael Jackson, you mm-hmm. know, the, the list goes on and on. And I think the conclusion we came up with in the car was that it's only because of the media now, like social media, mm-hmm. we're able to like get these things out there. But like, remember the, like you were talking about Elvis Presley. Yeah. Or like some of the older people. Yeah. That, Jimi Hendrix. We yeah. don't know what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, we can only speculate on what they did or mm-hmm. like have secondhand stories, but but like without without the without the media of today mm-hmm. how can we vilify people right right and it's like you can't throw 
I like I always bring this up, like you can't bring the baby you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You need um you need to always like separate like you like just because they did one bad thing, does that destroy everything? They did it's like Osho. He has a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna throw out everything? Well, that depends on the person. Exactly. That's yeah. the genuine objective person who's yeah. able to look at, like, it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of bad, Morbius. <laughs> Would you call it egregious? Was it the most egregious example you know, of it's a terrible a, movie? Like, it's no, a, it's it's a good nap time. <laughs> it was a good nap time. You know, you know what's really funny about... um about like VIP. So we were like eating the food yeah. and then I was like, Oh, I'm so full. And then like, <laughs> I, just, I, I just reclined the chair and just like put the heat warmer on, just fell asleep. It was yeah. a nice little sleep. Yeah. But it's funny. I really don't remember anything <laughs> about that movie at all. Like, I, I, I remember, remember waking like, up at bits, but it felt like it was a short movie, but that's because I was asleep. Yeah. yeah agreed. <laughs> I, dude, no, actually your brother and my sister stayed awake the whole time and they both thought it was like a short movie. At the end, it was like only an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they were like, <laughs> they they were like, I can't believe it ended there. Like the way it ended was like, they it seemed like it was going to continue. Right. But it didn't continue. Right. But I thought that too. When I woke up, I was like, oh, they're fighting. Okay, cool. And then like, <laughs> I was like dozing in and out. And then when I opened my eyes, he was like flying through something oh yeah 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 Remember, that's how yeah, it it's a subway right in a subway? Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then it just ended we're like oh wait what it's done <laughs> yeah there are other bits i remember uh, what because i woke up probably a few free times in that but it was bad yeah I felt it felt like, like a like b-list movie like a straight to dvd yeah like they didn't they just wanted to do a morbius one because they want to somehow figure a way to add him into the spider verse now yeah, yeah yeah true i i do think though Actually, let's go into that because that that was pretty interesting. I didn't think about it this way. You were saying that the contract had shifted over from Marvel back to Sony. I believe so. And like for for the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah. um, The IP. And then IP intellectual property. And then um, that would explain why Spider-Man ended the way it did. When you were explaining to me in the car, I was like, dude, I didn't even think about this. So like... Um, Zendaya's character and Ned are both MCU proprietary mm-hmm. ideas. Spider-Man's not. They, that's an IP owned by Sony. Right. So this was the, like Spider-Man No Way Home was a collective effort between two studios to finish off the Spider-Man story mm-hmm. and then return it back to Sony. Yeah. So that's why you had Andrew Garfield to McGuire in there because it was a combined effort. Mm-hmm. And then remember before the movie even aired they were talking about the suing between the two yeah yeah. i think that was oh, during the about second that. movie right yeah for yeah, the yeah. second movie and, yeah and then what they were saying is like if he doesn't return he he they'll bring spider-man back irregardless but they just won't use the name spider-man mm-hmm. uh, tom holland tweeted that out or something oh okay he's like saying that like there will be a th- third spider-man movie but it might not be called spider-man Right, because of the legal okay. battle, right? Right. But, and and then there's a lot of speculation about, is this the final Tom Holland Spider-Man movie? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you look at it contractually, it is. Unless somewhere down the line, they sell the rights back to Marvel, yeah. Sony. But I mean, we, we don't, 
but you, you know, like that's how what are the chances of that yeah i think sony is now banking they're not going to sell it they're going to bank on the how well the spider-mans did in the mcu that yes that they're going to continue doing the spider-man in their own spider-verse totally totally and and with like well, there's the potential for Miles Morales to come back, and like they're doing like a lot. Sure, of, yeah. I mean, yeah, those things are possible that Sony may look at into doing. Yeah, yeah and and it seems like Morbius, Venom, uh, they even put the Birdman, uh, Vulture, Vulture yeah. from the MCU into Sony. Yeah, they like probably gave him back like here. It's an IP. You well, it's it's it. under these are all villains in the Spider Verse, right? Yeah, totally, exactly. So it's all owned by Sony now. So that's why they put Vulture into sony mm -hmm. uh, into the spider-man yeah yeah um well in the morbius one they morbius included one, him yeah. in here yeah spoiler alert he's there so it, it almost seems like they're gearing up for like was sinister six i guess i don't, I don't I, know i think the scorpion was even in uh in like venom i think too oh whatever like um just the villains are all being compiled and mm -hmm. i think they're going to reveal a new spider-man that's going to be their new flagship well it was always their flagship but like they're going to um they're, they're going to utilize spot i think there's gonna be a new spider-man mm -hmm. i really believe this okay because, yeah yeah i see right like, i don't think they'll use tom holland again that makes no sense he's a different universe yeah i just don't oh uh, yeah mm -hmm. but it, it explains why spider-man no way home ended the way it did because i was like why did they all forget him and like he didn't want to talk to mary jane again yeah. and ned because he's like i can't contractually <laughs> i mean that's like the real story but like the way they made it seem well, it's going back to in control of sony yeah so, yeah yeah that, mm -hmm. that was a the end of spider-man was such a contractual agreement <laughs> weird right it's like a messy divorce <laughs> we just watch that on screen but they like played it off as like you know letting your friends go so that they can be happy but it's like no really just you're a part of two different ips bro you yeah, can't, yeah can't talk anymore yeah. like you can watch the full spider-man stuff of the mcu they all have and it, it concludes with the return back to sony yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i think they're like leaving bread breadcrumbs like just in case like with the venom mm -hmm. how like venom's symbiote was in the mcu just in case something happens mm -hmm. in the future but then venom returned back to the sony universe yeah, yeah that was like such a weird yeah, it was like well, what was the point of that just to have that drop of of venom. symbiote just in case in yeah. case like we sell it in the future we can create a that's probably what they agreed upon too they were like in case a negotiation comes down the line mm -hmm. like yeah i think spider-man is the only one that jumped through time like if you look at the amazing spider-man uh, the tv show okay uh he was the first one to go through different dimensions mm. with like uh what's her name S spider uh the the woman like madam Web. Yeah, yeah 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 so yeah he was the only one like crossing through different dimensions so it makes sense mm -hmm. but yeah uh contracts are done morbius was terrible <laughs> and we're for sure going to see a new spider-man going forward i believe so yeah yeah there's also talks about andrew garfield potentially coming back for one more movie he's the only one with no three but we'll see <laughs> i would like to see a new um miles morales like an ethnic spider-man that'd be cool because we haven't seen that in like we've seen that in like animated but not like yeah not in the animated yeah 
Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, we'll see what they what. It's all under Sony now, right? That's so, true. That's true. true. Uh, I Tom, don't Tom know. Paul if it's was saying be good. that though. He's like the next Spider Man should be Miles Morales, mm. like uh, like a uh, person of color. Right. 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 Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So definitely don't check out Morbius. No. Not unless you want a really good nap. But Jared Leto, still love that guy. We crashed. Amazing TV show. So that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. His body transformation is so intense, eh? But you think that was CGI? Yeah. Really? Maybe to some degree. I think he was still skinny. Because in We Crash, he's really skinny. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't believe anything I see anymore. Just, <laughs> after watching it's all this, all just a mind virus. Now. After watching all the VFX stuff that the That's quarter true, crew yeah. does, it's like I'm just not going to think about it as if it's body right. transformation, not anymore. <laughs> wow, that kind of like kills the art for uh, people like Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was doing it before it became CGI stuff. So yeah, he was a, he was a real OG. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So until uh, next time save your money for uh, a better movie and uh, examine the contents of your mind virus. Yeah. Yeah. Until next time, take easy, Vish. Peace. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors, Zenrill Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, Vish. Peace.